We haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now. Welcome to episode number 115 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I've been around the video game industry for a long time. I missed last week because I was busy doing my other job being a parent, and oh my god, chaperoning a field trip is lots of fun. Achievement um, unlocked. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. Level up. <laughs> yes. Um, so I'm also joined by fellow mom Regina McMenemy. Who is from the Geek Embassy and is the mother of a three-year-old. Hi, Regina. Hi. I just got invited to my first Halloween preschool party. Wow. So I have also unlocked a new level. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) It's a Halloween party, not a birthday party? It's not a birthday party. No. No, I guess, you know, it's a pretty small class. I don't actually know. I'm sure that birthday parties are not far behind. Right. Yes. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I'm also joined by Stephen Deuceman, who is editor and founder of EngageFamilyGaming.com and the father of three kids. Hey, Stephen. Hi. Um, I don't chaperone field trips. Yeah, I kind of figured. <laughs> Gauntlet, I, yeah. Um, I, I, I kind of figured that that was your wife's place. No, no, no. We just, we don't. Oh, you just we don't, don't Well, all? we don't. We just don't. Um, I don't because I don't have the patience. Um. <laughs> And um, my wife doesn't because she's either but always had the home daycare or other stuff. Yes. You do, oh, okay. you do scouting stuff, though. Yeah, I mean, we do. So. My wife's a troop leader for scouts. So, yeah. I mean. So I feel like. And that's I have gone like, to scout stuff. That's, that's that enough, count? like, mass, on mass, small humans cred <laughs> for you. You've, you you got it. You're good. You don't need small to do small human cred. I like that. Small human cred. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You don't mass in mass on mass small human yes. cred because it's different when it's like your small humans, right? Than it is yes. when it's like a mass of your small humans and many other people's small humans. That's that's yes. the level up that you <laughs> you right. both experience that I haven't gotten to yet. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like uh, I was saying before we started recording that there are so many parents that were interested in chaperoning that almost every child was just with a parent, uh, which was insane because going into it, I figured I'm going to have Anna, maybe like I didn't know, maybe they were going to, you know, split the parents and the kids up and like three or four, maybe other kids. And I got in there. And they have, like, the name cards handed out with the little bracelets. It was a pumpkin patch that we went to, and so they had to have little bracelet things on. Um, They're like, pick up your card and stuff. And I picked up my thing, and it just got one card and one bracelet. And I'm like, is something wrong here? But then I saw a bunch of other parents with one card and one bracelet. And I'm like, wow. I just have to take care of Anna. I (laughs) I was like, oh, good. That's all I have to deal with? Yeah, uh, that's amazing. Um, and she was pretty good. She's not always good, but she was pretty good. It was fun. It was really cold and rainy when we first got there. and um, But then the sun came out uh, in enough time to watch the duck race, which was oh, very cool. fun. It was that's like fun. a real duck race. Yeah, it was that's awesome. Fun. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. And she got a pumpkin. Um, I, we've been to this pumpkin patch before, but um, yeah, she got to pick her pumpkin. They made the rule um, that uh, if you can carry it, you can keep it. And so she had to be very careful to pick a pumpkin that she could carry. Mm. And she definitely picked on the the heavy end of what she was capable, <laughs> what she was capable of. of. Yeah. And the teacher's like telling the parents, like, don't 
don't carry it for them, you know, mm-hmm. this is them making a good decision right. about what, you know, what they can they handle. Can and she was like, them. yeah, she was, uh, she was feeling it by the time we were getting <laughs> on the bus. <laughs> so, anyhow. That's, That's what happens when you try to get greedy. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Um, yeah, so so as Regina mentioned, Halloween's coming up. Uh, our school, my daughter's school, is kind of weird a little bit. Like, every single teacher gets to do what they want. Um, and so Anna's teacher, like, it's not even, like, a Halloween um, party. It's, like, a costume mm-hmm. party thing. Right. So I was, it was a little weird. And it's, like, and it's not, like, a party party. Like, they don't, like, play games and, like, you know, have cupcakes at their desks or whatever. It's, like, they're just doing their normal activities that they would be doing except with a a costume twist quote-unquote which is what the flyer that got sent home said so but i was assuming it was going to be like a party party and that parents were invited and i got a wonder woman costume and so but yeah no i don't get to go oh that's sad yeah i suppose i could like but i don't want to be like that parent I want my Wonder Woman costume. I no. I mean, it's okay though You'll because one of my something. one of my friend's daughter's uh, birthday party is this uh, coming weekend, and they're doing Halloween theme because it's so close. So I can wear my Wonder Woman costume there. That's so. good. We're doing Halloween game day on Sunday as our cool. pre-Halloween our board game day. So yeah, everybody's coming in costume, and um, my daughter is going as. Um, Rainbow Dash this year. We found a costume at um, the consignment store for her. Um, Because I was going to try, like, the whole... I took sewing lessons to learn how to make costumes for her for Halloween, but she hasn't worn anything I've sewn her. And I'm like, I'm not (laughs) making a Halloween costume until I know that she's actually going to wear it. And she picked this one out, and she's really excited about it. So I decided that we all needed to be um, a family of um, My Little Ponies. Mm. So I'm going to be Pinkie Pie. And I got a pink wig for that, and um, I had picked up some pink ears at Rose City Comic Con uh-huh. with no intention of them being for Pinkie Pie, but I was like, this is perfect. <laughs> so those will go in the wig, yeah. and I'm going to make myself a tutu, and my husband is going to be Spike, which is the little mm. dragon from... Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I was like, he's going to be Spike from Buffy? That's no, weird. that would be awesome, though. <laughs> that's, like, uh, that's like totally crossing the streams, but sure. Yeah, Anna got um, the skeleton costume, which she absolutely loves, um, but she can't wear it to her school thing because they don't want to have scary stuff. They're very PC here um, (laughs) at the school. So we had to get another costume for her, which is like a cute little clown thing. Mm -hmm. But the the mask on the skeleton is a little menacing looking, um, so I could understand. Like when I, I... it was funny the note that they said, like, you know, here are sort of the guidelines for what's happening on Halloween. This is for the entire school and not just for a class. And what they referred, they said no ghoulish costumes, like no violent, no blood, no blah, blah, blah. But ghoul, I'm like, ghoulish? What the hell does ghoulish mean? <laughs> so I, I, I got a picture of the skeleton, sent it to her teacher. I'm like, is this ghoulish? Right. And he was like, yes. Yep. So I'm like, okay. Uh, anyhow. So she's still, I mean, she's still good to wear her, her skeleton when she's trick-or-treating. And she'll be right. able to wear it to the birthday party um, this weekend. So. We had to do the same thing with Jake for oh, his yeah. uh, Boy Scouts party. Mm-hmm. That was a self-imposed no ghoulish because my wife <laughs> uh, didn't want scary co- us to bring scary costumes to scare uh-huh. away. There's one tiger cub oh. who last year left the party um, oh, no. because the, he, he was just freaked out. 
He doesn't like Halloween at all. Mm. Um, and so we they had to have funny costumes as opposed to scary costumes. Mm. And that's why uh, anybody that's my friend on Facebook or if you look at my profile picture, you'll see that my middle son was Jake from State Farm. Wow. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> and he, was, he had his doubts that anyone would get it. Um, <laughs> but, like... Everybody got it. Yeah, and he was a, a very much appreciating that everybody thought he was he was pretty slick with uh, his <laughs> costume. And it doesn't hurt that I have lots of spare headsets lying around my house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, okay. Uh, so let's get started here. Um, once again, apologies that we didn't record last week. That was totally on me because I was exhausted. Uh, and uh, wanted to talk about a thing in depth and wanted to be able to articulate my thought, not have been able to do um, last week. <laughs> so she, uh, <laughs> what that means is she didn't want to get into a fight with me right. when she was too tired to actually like put up a fight. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so this, this big news uh, happened last week, and that's that EA announced that they were closing down Visceral Games, which is their studio that was working on the new Star Wars game, being helmed by a Amy Henning. Uh, so they're closing that studio down. They're moving development of that game to uh, one of their studios in Vancouver. And they're saying that they're going to they're gonna change that. And that's probably part of the reason why the thing was shut down. So they, um, they put out a post slash press release. Let me see here. Uh, let's see. But posted by Patrick Soderlund, um, who is like, he's like the CEO of EA, I think. One of those things. He's, he's really, really high up. Um, he's an officer of some kind. Right, yeah. Um, so he gave this quick explanation uh, that, you know, why they were doing this. And so the, the quote of this is, in its current form, this game was shaping, shaping up to be a story-based linear adventure game. And that he said, we needed to have something that, that, let's see, we want players to come back and enjoy for a long time to come. We need to pivot the design. So he says, we'll maintain the stunning visuals. Duh. I mean, I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Authenticity in the Star Wars universe. Again, duh. I would hope so. And focusing on bringing a Star Wars story to life. So I'm like, hmm, they're still saying story. Uh, but the next thing, it says they're shifting the game to be a broader experience that allows for more variety and player agency blah, 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 Frostbite engine, and blah, 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 blah. Now, that could just mean that they're turning it into, like, a Mass Effect-style game, like, not Andromeda, but, like, the, the trilogy. In which case, great. I am all for that. But I also think that EA does not tell the truth very much, and they're trying to make this sound better than it actually is. So that's where I am. Especially yeah. with, um, with some, you know, the, the industry is going in this direction anyhow. Uh, like it or not, these microtransactions, they're, that's it. That's what they're happening. That's what's yeah. happening. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, so we'll see. It's not coming. It was supposed to be coming out next year. Now it's not. Um, it, so. it wasn't coming out next year. Oh, it wasn't. They said okay. it. Oh, they said it was, it right. but it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if I could, if I could respond a little bit. Yes. <laughs> um, if I may, because I was present for the, the shenanigans that came that came out after this, and I I yeah. think, and I even got into a little fight with somebody on your wall about I know. this. <laughs> I know. Um, I was about so, to pop in and say, "Chill out." <laughs> that's all right. He can be wrong all he wants. It's totally legit. 
Um, so, was the free country. Yeah. Um, so, um, I don't think we know anything. Is That's my true. is my thing. So, um, so the, so I have a few counterpoints to all this, and so I'm just gonna throw some of them out there, and you can feel right. free to rebut any of them. Um, I think the first thing is we don't really know anything about what happened with that development. Like, mm-hmm. I think that it is unfair of us to read a press release and like pick apart and question half of it. But then the other part be like, okay, but this is legit at face value. Like, as journalists, you're not a journalist, you're a media creator, but like, but you were a journalist. Yes. Um, like, we read, we read press releases from PRs like they're secret messages from spies. And we have to assume that literally every word is wrong. Yes. And so when he says, it was shaping up to be a single-player experience. I mean, Jason Schreier of Kotaku actually came out later and said, no, that's not, they're, they didn't can it because it was a single-player experience. He said they canned it for other reasons, and his theory, and he's looking to get quotes to support it, is that it was canned because the development was troubled. Mm. Um, and you just don't say that. EA can't yes. say that in a press release. So if that's the case, if they canned it because it just wasn't working out, yeah, then... Um, that would be a good reason. Um, so I don't know. I don't, I could be totally wrong, but I think that's the key is that we don't really know that they're trying to make star Wars destiny immediately. The Twitter verse exploded. and was like, we're going to make destiny. Yeah. In a star Wars universe. Now, first off, that sounds awesome, but, um, if they're, but we don't know that that's what they're going to do for all we know, Vancouver, Vancouver is just going to churn out a story-based game with a robust multiplayer mode. Mm-hmm. We don't really... Kn- I mean, they they. there's really no saying that they couldn't put out, like, a Star Wars... Like, Star Wars Battlefront 2 is going to have a seven-hour campaign and mm-hmm. this crazy multiplayer mode that obviously is going to be the long tail. So Call of Duty does the same thing. So yeah. we don't know. that That could be what they're going for. Um, we know Amy Hennig is out. Yeah. They didn't say as much, but her comments on Twitter have led me to believe... That she is very frustrated, yeah. Um, which leads me to believe that she's out. So maybe they they were trying to pivot in a different direction, and she wasn't happy. Maybe yeah. she wasn't happy to begin with because Visceral just wasn't living up to her vision. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was used to working with freaking Naughty Dog, who, yeah. by all accounts, is one of the best developers on earth. I mean, much respect yeah. to Visceral. Naughty Dog is on a different level, and she was yeah. used to them. They maybe she was just like, I can't deal with you guys. I need more resources because they can't keep up with me. And EA yeah. was like, Nah, dude. You know, yeah. um, the so that's a possibility. So that's mm-hmm. one thing. The other thing is closing Visceral sucks because Visceral is a great developer, but it mm-hmm. does not surprise me that they would close a developer in San Francisco with 700 employees and yeah. move to Vancouver, which already exists. Because yeah. Van- the cost per person in Vancouver is like half as much. Because San Francisco yeah. is like the worst city in the... Like, remember when I thought about applying for that Nintendo job? Or right. that Nintendo IGN yeah, job? And you, were like, and you were like, bruh, listen... <laughs> I mean, I love you, and it'd be cool if you were on the West Coast, but, like, you yeah. think you're broke now. Yeah. Like, they're not paying you real money, and they're not. And so, yeah. I didn't, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, San Francisco is San Francisco. Yeah. 700 people. Whew. And and we also have to keep in mind, Uncharted can be a loss leader for um, Sony. 
Like, it can be a loss leader. They could sell Uncharted and never make money on it, and it's fine, right? Yeah. It, but it's easier to break even on Uncharted because they don't have to pay the licensing fees licensing. to Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Half of every... I would be stunned if a third of every game isn't going directly to Disney. Mm. You know? Like, I, yeah. I, wouldn't be, I would be stunned if 20 bucks out of every $60 game goes to Disney. And... That makes it. That makes your their margin that much smaller, which means mm-hmm. that if they're going to go for it, they have to shoot for the moon. Yeah. Um, also, EA is hot trash making single player games right now. Mm. Like, yes. Sure, they put. I mean, when was the last good single player game they put out? Uh. That's my point. <laughs> like Amy Hennig. Amy Hennig is awesome. I love her. I've never met her, obviously, but like right. I love her work. Hugely respect her. She's an auteur, right? Mm-hmm. They're not gonna. I mean, she's she's better than she's better than what maybe EA was gonna be willing to put in. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like she. she so I, I don't know. I, I think that a lot of people freaked out. It's definitely not the end of single player games, and and I don't mean just to turn to Japan. That was absolute trolling. Good call. That's on that. why. I just... <laughs> Um, yes. With that Steven, said, for, for those you know who aren't Facebook friends with me or Steven, Steven's like you can still get great single player story driven games out of Japan, and he lists like Final Fantasy 15 and Persona, and I'm like, dude, well, and really? Near Automata, which by the way, I think you would like. <laughs> Near Automata was really the one, but the reality is, there's ta- there are good single player games. If I may also recommend. The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild and Horizon Zero Dawn yes, and I know. Uncharted: Lost Legacy. I mean, some of these games you can't play because they make you puke. But like, <laughs> that's unfortunate. But like, yeah. you know, it's not all like. So I think it's not all doom and gloom on the single player market. Also, um, Ken Levine closed Irrational Games so he could make more single player games because yeah. he was tired of the 4 billion year development cycle. So once they get their engine going and get going, I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing a game like every year from that guy. Yeah. That's great. And he, he could just go nuts. You know what yeah, I mean? So yeah. I, all looking, is not the end. That's all I'm saying. Looking forward just I mean this whole made this made me think like dude, what is Ken Levine up to because it's been a while. Um, since he's been doing stuff. And he was talking about really sort of like, you know, scaling like gameplay stuff like way down and making things very, very story oriented, yep. which I was like thinking like maybe he's going, he's going to be going all the way to like a telltale, um, you know, version of gameplay. But I don't know. We'll see. Ken Levine, get your crap together. <laughs> Let's see what you've oh, got yeah. going on. Go ahead. Go ahead and yell at him. See how that goes. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I just think it's, I just think that the, the I, I want to give you comfort is all I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Cause the, the, the sky is not falling. Yes. And you don't just have to depend on Japan. Realistically, just play Witcher three. That'll keep you busy for two or three years. <laughs> and then cyberpunk will come out and then you can play that. Yeah. I mean, I guess, um, it's, I mean, this isn't just, there is a trend actually. There has been a trend of sort of moving away from uh, single single player, I can't even speak now, single player um, linear adventure type games. Um, it's been going on for a while now. I mean, even m- more so that um, uh, when I did my Girl Fight panel at PAX, that was one of the questions that someone came brought up was like, hey, 
you know, what do you think is going on uh, with this whole thing? At the time, I was like, I think there's room for both. And I still do think there's room for both. But publishers are finding out that that's not how they make money, which is the kind of yeah. scarier thing. Like, um, and we have, uh, I, I, guys, I sent you guys an article. I hope you saw it. Um, there was a, a former Bioware uh, dev spoke to Eurogamer, and he basically just let loose <laughs> on EA uh, and their, their sort of plans for making money, which I don't believe this guy did this and won't be sued for it because, like, as I was reading this, this is all kinds of, like, standard contractual breaking stuff. Yeah, it's pretty rough. <laughs> yeah. Um, I so, read it. Yeah, so one of the things he talked about is he worked on Mass Effect 3 uh, on the multiplayer. I'd never even touched the multiplayer of Mass Effect 3. Um, but apparently there were these card things that you could buy. And he said there yep. were a cu- couple people that spent like $15,000 um, on these card things, which is, I mean, it's not surprising to me because there are people that spend people thousands spend. and thousands of dollars yep. in free play, free to play games. Um, so, uh, so yes, yeah, so that's not, I mean, that's not that surprising, but where EA is concerned, I definitely think it's. I'm going to say troubling because Anthem, Bioware is Bioware. They'll probably do something good, but I was really disappointed with that footage at E3 that basically showed extremely just multiplayer gameplay. So if that's what they wanted to show off, I'm just like, eh. So, so it's EA. It's, it's, I'm hoping it's just EA. But EA also, you know, is like the biggest developer outside of Activision. And so they're, they're kind of the leader or at least one of the two leaders, and people are, if they find out, if other publishers find out that they're making a ton of money the way that they're pursuing their stuff, then that that's they're going to do that too. So, so that's where my fear comes in. But like I also said in my Facebook post, indies. Indies have been stepping up in many, many different genres, and uh, even some of the ones I played at uh, PAX this last year, very good story-driven games. So hopefully, uh, yeah, the indies will step up. But still. So, just just to throw some names out there. Okay. 2017 alone. Prey. Horizon mm-hmm. Zero Dawn. Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. A Mass Effect game, which was good but not great and legendary. Middle Earth Shadow of War. Near Automata. I know you're not a near person, but you should be. It's, it, by all accounts, very good. Star Wars Battlefront 2 has a single-player story mode written by... Um, the dude who made Spec Ops the line, and a dude from IGN, but whatever. I don't know. Did you ever work with Mitch Dyer? No, he came after All right. me. Alright. Yeah. Um, we had a new Uncharted game, a new Assassin's Creed game, which by all accounts looks pretty awesome. Um, The Evil Within 2, a new Wolfenstein game. Um, so... And Divinity Original Sin 2 came out this year, The Legend of Zelda. Like, I'm... And What Remains of Edith Finch... Another, you know, big time story game, Neo. Uh, like, so I think Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice. Like, there are, and this is 2017, and I know you're right, there has been a trend. But if I may ask, how long ago was that panel, if you don't mind aging yourself? <laughs> <laughs> it was, um, what would it have been? 2010? So that was the better part of a decade ago, seven yeah. years, yeah. almost eight. Um, we'll call it seven because it was probably in the summertime. Um, yeah, it was a PAX. So it was Labor Day weekend. All right. Well, you know that there's a PAX 
every three months now. So yeah, uh, well, it wasn't back then. Not back then. You're right. So Labor Day weekend. So so about seven years. If it's been trending for seven years on a down, like yeah, I mean, eventually we'll get we'll we'll, we might get there theoretically, but it's not like it's not like we're jumping off the side of a building. Like there are still companies that make single player experiences. We know Bethesda is working on a new Elder Scrolls game, right? Like we know yes. they're doing it because they just finished Fallout and that's their cycle. They're making I mean, so I I think I I believe in the heart of the cards. <laughs> Maybe I'm just a bit more cynical because I think Oh, I mean, um, definitely you're more cynical than me and that's <laughs> that, scary. You know, that um but people <laughs> They're going to chase the money, you know, and, yeah. you know, like we've seen with, with Facebook and mobile, um, you know, just exploded. And you've got like 12 and then it died. of every type of game. Well, Facebook And then did. Facebook died. Facebook, but everybody just moved to mobile. And so it's the same thing. They're the same games on mobile, basically. Yeah. Sure. Um, so, uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, the, the mobile market is huge and everybody is doing business and- in a certain way. Uh which is and nothing. and yet we still get Monument Valley one and two. We still get that lost phone, which, by the way, everybody should play that lost phone. Okay. Um, and you know we still get. I mean, let me look at my phone. Hold on. Like, there's a lot of good stuff we get. I mean, Aqueducts is not hot garbage. Um, that's, <laughs> that's that is high. That's high I, praise. I was just I'm trying to, to give it high praise. <laughs> Um, no, no, no. Hot, uh, yeah, hot, hot garbage like, or not hot, hot garbage. That's right? even. Yeah, legit. I mean, not everything is a Candy Crush clone. It's all I'm getting at. Right. Uh, yeah. um, so I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I agree that there is room for both. Mm-hmm. And we have to remember there are, I mean, we know there are single player games that are still in development right now. You know, yeah. we know it. So, um, and there is money to be made in single-player games. I just don't think we can depend on EA for it. And you know what? I, I mean, outside of outside of the three Mass Effect games, and by some people's accounts, two of those three, because I've never, I've rare, I, it is rare that I meet someone that really loved all three of them. Everybody ditches one of the three. Mm-hmm. It's always different, but everybody ditches one. So that means there were two good games, whichever ones you shake it out as. Maybe those were the anomaly. Right? Like, maybe yeah. EA just sucks at that. Yeah. Well, Bioware was already... You know, the first Mass Effect wasn't EA. It was published by Microsoft. Yeah. Which is why there was this huge issue when they, you know, started um, Mass, Mass Effect 2 for PlayStation. This huge right. thing. They had to have, like, a little comic book that told you the story. Yeah. Like, rather than having the actual game. So, um, so, yeah. So, I feel like, you know, at that point, EA, you know took over Bioware and just let Bioware do its thing to finish out. Um, but I don't think that they're as, um, I don't know, as willing to do that as they were when they first bought them. I get but, it. Yeah. I yeah. get it. I, I just want to give you hope. That's all. <laughs> I do this out of love. <laughs> no, and I did say on my Facebook post that I do have hope because Horizon was wonderful. Um, and like the new God of War looks amazing. Um, yeah. Spider-Man. So, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yes. Spider-Man. Yeah. What about Days Gone? <laughs> Is that the, that's the crazy zombie one. That's right? the trucker one. Right. Yeah. That I'm looks kind of, okay. Eh, I'm, I'm over zombies. I'm over zombies. Oh, I'm super yeah. over zombies. I just think it looks kind of interesting. Um, yeah. 
But it's not multiplayer shenanigans. There's that. Yeah, yeah. So well, Sony, it seems like, is um, is actually doing better at they have har- those types of games. They got yeah. hardware to sell. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, um, so yeah. It'll be okay. It'll be okay, guys. <laughs> also, all these auteurs, the, I mean, in the worst case scenario, everything's going to bounce out. Your boy Greg Miller said it on the Kind of Funny Games Daily this week, and I agreed with him 100%. It will all balance out. The reality is there are auteurs who want to make story-driven games, and if they can't do it in the AAA space, they will be more than happy to go find some indie, studi- indie studio and make something happen, mm-hmm. and they can do it faster, with more freedom, with less risk. And then we can do that. I don't need my story-driven games to be, like, super graphically intense to be awesome. Yeah. So I know. I don't either. But also part of this is, like, Star Wars. You know? Like, no other game developer is going to be able to make a Star Wars game, at least not for the next 10 years or whatever. So, you know, I was really looking forward to kind of getting a really good new story in this world. Um, which maybe the Battlefront one will be. Um, I just feel like that that's like the opposite of uh, regular how game story driven games work. It's like typically you've got your great story driven first. I mean, you know, single player stuff, and then they tack multiplayer on afterwards. So with Battlefront, that's reversed. So um, so we'll see. Um, I, I, I'm too too cynical again. Hopefully, it will be good. But I am withholding. Uh, my hope for that <laughs> anyhow until i play it um <laughs> but yeah so a lot of it was was star wars it was like i i love this world i like you know and yeah. like when they said like oh we're making a good you know story driven star wars thing i was like yes this is gonna be great yeah uh, but now it's not so well Although, we don't I know mean, that yeah i know if it turns that. out that it's just they've just changed it to be more of a of a mass effect where it's still got an overarching story, but there's lots of side stuff that you can do. Maybe some choices that, that you can make that affect the, the end and all that kind of stuff. Then that's cool. I'm totally cool with that. Um, but I'm not confident that, that EA is, you know, I feel like they were trying to get out in front of what was going to be a really bad, um, PR thing for them because, uh, I'm sure they, they didn't want like, Lots of these things, when a studio closes, you find out because one of the you know people who work there gets on Twitter and says, "Dude, we all lost our jobs." So I feel like um, they were trying to get out in front of what might have been, um, uh, you know, a more scathing uh, thing based on what employees yeah. would have to say. So I guess what I'm saying, you know, like Stephen, you said, "Oh, we don't believe press releases." Press releases are. Almost all of them are designed to make things sound better than they are. Like, our game is great. Whereas, so if you apply that same thinking to this press release, it's trying to make things sound better than it actually is, which is troubling. So, but anyhow. I I don't disagree, but I think it's just troubling in a different way. Like, I think that he just straight up lied about why they canceled it. Mm. Whereas you think that that what they said about why they canceled it is true, they just sugarcoated it. And I think we'll find out in fiscal year 2023 <laughs> when um when this ne- when this new game comes out. I mean, we'll just have to don't worry, I'm not betting with you, but we'll have to figure it out. <laughs> oh, please because bet then we'll again. Know. We'll know. Um yeah. because, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's yeah. all I got. Okay. I just wanted to say those words. I think it'll be okay. 
<laughs> of course, you know, it doesn't help that my Facebook feed is filled with uh, one of my friends who I used to work with at Game Now magazine, Ethan Einhorn. He is completely against any type of free-to-play anything, like just very gung-ho, like calls it all gambling and all this kind of like loot boxes are gambling and like they're not gambling. I know, I know. But he's like filling my feed with all this. Like every day he has some new thing that he talks about. Um, and I mean, in lots of cases, I agree with him. But I'm like saying like that, uh, seeing that all the time in my Facebook feed is like making me be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got a point where I should probably just not pay that much attention to him. Um, but anyhow, so. he's. He's a, I mean, we did, we did miss the loot box stuff last week. Um, uh-huh. but which was a, a hot mess. Oh, um, yeah. loot boxes are not gambling. Okay. They're not. I just want to okay. throw it out there for the listeners. <laughs> yeah. Because when I buy a pack of magic cards, it's not gambling. Either. I know exactly. Exactly. That was sort of my argument too. And anyone who argues against that is just, is just mad. And it's okay to not like loot boxes. That doesn't make not not liking something does not make it illegal. Yes, it's just how it works, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you want to fight about it, um, you can at me. It's can fine. I, can I clarify? Um, sure. Because I saw this like debate going on. I saw some people posting on it, but I and I didn't join in because I wasn't a hundred percent sure what people meant by loot boxes. And I think I was getting confused with like there's like the services that you get like loot crate or whatnot. No, no, but no. These no, no, are no. talking about like in-game loot boxes where yes. you just like like you get in Hearthstone where you rank and you get a yeah. box that has random things in it for you, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Basically. I I don't understand at all the parallel between that and gambling. Like I don't. I don't sure. get it at all, but let me, which is fine. let me give you the let me give you the thirty <laughs> seconds because I think it's a topic that's worth talking about. Yeah. Um, basically, a model that is appearing. It started for the most part in like as far as console games in Overwatch is every time you gain a level or you can spend like a, a buck and a half on them, you get a box okay. that you open and it gives like a pack, like a pack in PvZ Heroes or, or a random mm-hmm. things. Of various rarities, and in Overwatch, they're all cosmetic. They're emotes, they're skins, they're money that you can use to buy stuff, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, m- moving forward, um, like Shadow of War has loot boxes that earn you orcs mm-hmm. that you can add to your army of different rarities, that, mm-hmm. and you can use those orcs in a you know there's a multiplayer mode of the game, mm-hmm. so. But that multiplayer mode is kind of weird because it's all like, you know, we're not really fighting each other. You're setting up a base and putting your army in it and I can attack your base. It's kind of like Clash of Clans, really, just with orcs. So there's that. But Star Wars Battlefront 2 in its multiplayer mode, you can buy things. You can buy you can buy these loot crates that gives you things like weapons and star cards that. The star cards are like your perks and your abilities, and some of them are really powerful. And the mm-hmm. game isn't out yet, so we don't really know what the final result mm-hmm. is going to be. But it feels a little creepy because if I just drop a hundred bucks on packs in Star Wars Battlefront, I will be better equipped than someone who just bought the game for uh, for the base price. Right, right. So yeah. that's a problem. Now, obviously, they're going to adjust that, and they have said that they're going to adjust it, so we don't know. But there are a lot of people who are like. This is a problem because there are kids that might get into this and whatever mm-hmm. and whatever. And I'm like, you know what? That's fine. Um, but kids play Hearthstone. And yeah, I was just no going to... That's exactly no the one, parallel and, I was going to make. With Hearthstone or any 
you know, card game where you're collecting, yeah. you know, cards. And, it's just yeah. The, it's yeah. part of the and, dynamic is you're not always going to get exactly what you need or exactly what you but, want. But you always get something to right. the point where the ESRB actually responded and said it's not gambling because you always get something. It may not be what you want. Right. It may not be what you expected, but you always get something. Yeah. So yeah. as a result, it doesn't meet the legal definition of gambling. Now, I will argue that just because it's not gambling doesn't mean that it's perfect. Right. But y- you can't call this gambling because it is function. It is not. It's yeah. not. Well, there may, you know, it's just not the social insinuation with gambling is is there's always a risk associated with gambling where you have the opportunity when you gamble to lose something you've invested. And other than losing the buck 50 you paid by a loot crate, you're not you're not at risk, at least from what you're from what I'm understanding here. You're not at risk of losing something in the game with what you're doing. You're not taking a risk and you're not taking a chance on this, you're just, you know, you're getting a mystery box. I mean, people order them off eBay, so is that gambling? Come on, you know. Um, According to these things, they are. Um, And some people are really freaking out. The internet is like, like, man, Facebook groups are just a bad, with gamers, it's just a bad place to be recently. Um, (laughs) And I've tried to wade in, but the problem is people are super irrational. And this is what, this is what, for me, this is what it feels like. It feels like people are just mad that they have to pay for stuff. Yeah. The reality I mean, is games doubt. are more expensive now than they ever have been. How about this, guys? We're complaining about EA not wanting to spend money on a single-player game. You know why? It's because in order to make a single-player game, you got to do mocap. It costs like a million dollars a day or some nonsense for mocap. It's mm-hmm. insane. And yet we will, only let them ch- we will only let them charge $60. If EA raised their price, uh, let's say they took this game and they were like, you know what? We will make it but only if we're allowed to charge $75 for it. They would be burned to the ground for stealing yeah. and for greed. And no, video games, like a real AAA game, is like a hundred-something million dollar budget. You can't, yeah. you can't, the, 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 that makes it such a risk yeah. that if you make, if you spend a, hundred, a couple hundred mil on a, on a Star Wars game and it's not the best thing in the universe... They have stock prices to worry about. Mm-hmm. Like e- EA and Activision, their job is not to make games. Their job is to maintain a stock price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just so happens that making games is part of that. So, like, we complain because you know, but the same people that complain about that are the same people that wait. That are like, no, I'm I'm gonna wait and buy that when it's on sale. Well, yeah. then if you're yeah. not gonna, or even worse, oh, I'll just torrent it. Well, if you're just gonna torrent it, then your opinion is irrelevant. Don't steal. <laughs> yes. I yeah. See. So that goes for no. I completely my... agree with you. Yeah, the battlefront stuff was kind of like that. I agree. Was, yeah, but it was a beta, so we yeah. don't actually know. It was a beta, right. so all those things could be rebalanced. Now, if it gets released and we find out a month into the game that it's still like that, then that's a problem, yeah. and that people need to respond to that. People shouldn't respond to the loot crate's existence because I mean, come right. on, guys. It's right. just another monetization method. You don't have to look at it. If <laughs> I mean, you just don't. You just get. I mean, you don't have to look at it. Yeah. I, I mean, I've never bought an Overwatch loot crate. Like, I don't. You know, like I, I don't know. It's not gambling. That's really what it comes down to. It's not it's gambling. Not. If you think it is, you're wrong. It doesn't match <laughs> any criteria for gambling. Yeah. No, I don't think it is either. I'm yeah. just saying oh. that I've got a couple people. 
on just my throwing Facebook that out into the ether. Just you know, I missed that. I missed that. Uh, Man, I kind of wish I, I'm going to go on your feed. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. It's it's people that that I'm friends with that I just oh, see oh, in my news yeah. feed. They're not oh, like commenting you... and stuff on my stuff. So. Oh well, never mind. Sorry, I was I was looking forward to a fight. <laughs> All right. Anyway, yeah, um, I'm just I'm bored and confrontational today, so okay. I'm just itching. For, and that our the whole thing about single player turned into more of like a love in than a fight. So yeah. now I just want to fight with somebody. <laughs> I mean, we hyped that up, and it was just, it was, it was just over too fast. Yeah. So, I want to fight with somebody. So, somebody yeah. come at me about gambling, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think your your stance on the single player thing was not like completely the opposite of me. It was just a little less cynical than me. Like you know, like if you had been just like gung ho defending uh, only multiplayer games and single player was stupid, then that would be a different thing. But oh, but I can't do that. Doing that. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. But I'm I just, just saying, there's lots like, of, you know. that's where the fight would have come in. But you, oh, you right. know, didn't go that far. I didn't. I wouldn't do that. I like stories. <laughs> okay. And I'm bad at multiplayer games. So, like. Yeah, I know. That's the thing anyway. that means. I don't, I don't play multiplayer. Outside of Hearthstone, which is a very specific kind of multiplayer, I don't do multiplayer games that are not playing with my husband or my daughter. So, anyhow, the only one that I actually did recently was Halo Wars 2 because I was helping test multiplayer before the game came out. So, that's basically it. Um, All right, next story here. Lego Dimensions is going away. It was still here. It was still here, (laughs) yes. I know. But that's definitely... Fully leave Skylanders the only player in that yep. market now. And they're taking so, a year off, and I think it's totally right. They're yeah. going to come back like next year or the year after, and just it's going to be like gangbusters all over again. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I actually I haven't played this. I inherited it from uh, Pixelkin, but I haven't played it yet, um, just because I don't have time to play anything. Hence my not playing Witcher Three until now. Um, so, so the, the game and the expansion packs and everything that are currently out there are still available. They'll still be, um, you know, giving server support and that type of thing. They're just not making anything new. Yep. The so. gold rush is coming, guys. Watch those end caps at Walmart and yeah, Target yeah. and all that. Yeah. These things are going to be bargain binned yeah. so yeah. fast. Right yeah. now at Toys R Us. Disney Infinity figures, just to give everybody an idea, they're buy one, get five free earlier on this year. <laughs> wow. Holy cow. So I don't think Lego Dimensions, because of the Lego brand, will never get that low, but I bet you you'll yeah. be, they'll be buy one, get two, something like that. They will be bargain bin, so keep your eyes open. This is a yeah. cool single-player game that doesn't have a lot of online functionality if you don't want to use it, so just be ready. Be ready and pounce when you see it, because... Lego uh, fanatics will go crazy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's sad. I haven't. Pl- See, Steven, did you play Lego Dimensions at all? Yeah, we played it. We never bought any expansions for it, but it's fun. Okay. I mean, it's a Lego game with weirder. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a Lego game with weirder yeah. stuff. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> all right. So goodbye, Lego Dimensions. So what else <laughs> we got going here? Um,. Uh, you can use your GameCube controllers with the Switch now, um, provided that yep. you still have the Wii U um, 
adapter. So, um, so that's cool. Yes, it is. It is, Uh, yeah. Because Smash. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was gonna like, well, next year, but yeah, Yeah. Smash. This is about Smash. Yeah. They didn't. They they put this in there. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't highlight it. They didn't make a big deal because I don't think they are. Um, you know, they, I, I don't think they wanted to like really get asked a lot about Smash yet. But mm-hmm. Smash is inevitable. I mean, come yeah. on. Um, this is just a quiet little announcement so that they don't have to worry about it too much. You know, when it's there, they can say, "Hey, you remember that time you could use your GameCube controllers? It's all set. It's perfect. It's perfected. We took some time. We made it work." And by the way, Smash, um, because <laughs> next year's release lineup for the Switch is very light. Oh, okay. Um, because they really and now, admittedly, they could come out in January with a big Nintendo Direct and be like, "Hey, check it out! A game every month again." But I have a hard time imagining that they can do a game every month without yeah. including a couple Wii U games. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and I think Smash is like the number one. Would be a perfect like. Let's put this out in April yeah. when nothing yeah. is coming out, and it'll still be a big freaking deal. Yeah. 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 Um, our Switch is supposed to be coming on um on Friday. It's wow. funny because well, where'd you we buy got, it from? Best Buy? It's no, it's Amazon. Oh, but it's right. funny because I got an email saying like we've got an updated delivery estimate for your blah blah blah, and it said it was like November second or whatever. And I told Isaac about that, so he went online and switched the the shipping method to standard two day and not Prime two day, and now it says it's going to be here on release day. I so would chat somebody. Me, yeah. I would chat somebody. Is it the Mario edition? Yes. You're not getting yeah. it release day. <laughs> Call him now and yell at him. Nintendo, <laughs> Amazon sucks with Nintendo stuff. Call him now and yell Call at him. Call him now. Yeah. I mean, I, was I love just you dumb. guys. I mean, you guys, I mean, it's not going to make a huge difference to you guys. But, yeah, no. We just but, want it before we go on vacation. That's the only thing. We don't want a box sitting on our porch. Yeah, oh, yeah. But um, if it shows up late, do make sure you call them to get your free month of Amazon Prime. Okay. At least call them and throw a fit. Oh my god, I can't believe you did that because I mean that's the only real advantage. Yeah. Because it's not coming day one. Okay. Nintendo and Amazon are awful. They're awful. <laughs> well, I was just I was interested in the fact that when we switched it away from Prime shipping, then it put it back to where it was supposed to be. So we'll see. You were just jiggling an imaginary handle. I mean. <laughs> I mean, flesh that is Amazon Prime. I hate Amazon. I hate Amazon and Nintendo combined. I love Amazon. I love Nintendo. The two of them smushed together, the worst. (laughs) Well, I'm just thinking, like you know, there could be an Amazon thing where you know they've got this high um, people really interested in this product, and they got lots of high sales. That they just um, you know uh, prioritize people who are actually paying for their shipping as opposed to those who are not. So. But if you have Switch, but if you have Prime, you are paying for your shipping because Prime is a no. hundred freaking dollars a year. Not for the amount of stuff that we order. Off well, of yeah, Amazon. but you guys, but but you guys aren't. At, you guys are super consumers. You know, I mean, you're paying for your shipping. You paid a hundred dollars a year for it. Yeah, we, um... I get what you're saying. <laughs> this is go figure. We just switched roles. I'm the cynical one, and she's Nancy Goldshoes over there. No, that is cynical, thinking that Amazon would switch their stuff based on who's paying and who's not. Yeah, but you thinking that it's actually showing up on time is is uh, is the is oh, okay. optimism to the nth degree, whereas I'm like, oh, man, I feel bad. Yeah. But it'll, it'll get mean, there honestly, before your vacay. Yeah, I need to make sure. Your dreams are about to be crushed. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, it'll be all right. 
Because we leave on November 4th. So in that email that I oh. got said November, November 2nd or November 3rd. So that's all that's really concerning at all is we don't want this arriving while we're out of town. It should um, definitely be there before that. I bet you it'll yeah. be there Sunday because that's what happened to me. My Switch was supposed <laughs> to be there on Friday. My Switch got there on Sunday. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. So let's see. What else is going on? So NeoGAF. I hate that um, place. If if you if you don't know what NeoGAF is, then you're better off. Yeah, you're better off. Um, but if you did, you might have noticed that it went down over the weekend because its creator has been accused of sexual assault. So, um, so the site was down all weekend. It came back up, and um, it's it's changed. I mean, well, it, let me go step back. NeoGAF is a forum, mostly talking about games. They talk about other stuff there too. Um, and it's a toxic community, very much so. But lots of things get leaked there, gaming-wise. So it's you know becomes pretty relevant. Um, but yeah, they brought it back on, and people aren't really allowed to talk about anything, really. I mean, especially um, like their politics stuff has been. The moderators are deleting things. So um, yeah. So they're removing the off-topic section entirely. Yeah. Because yeah. the off-topic section has just been dominated by people arguing about politics. So they're mm-hmm. removing that entirely, and they're heavily moderating threads about Evil Lore, the guy who owns the place. Um, yeah. Which is frustrating because, you know, like, video game journalists specifically have been getting attacked, have been getting attack threads about them on NeoGAF for years. Yeah. Nobody, moderators never did anything about that when they were tearing down Andrea Renee or Greg Miller or... Colin or whatever yeah. or all of Polygon you know like nobody did any of that um, but now the big guy in charge is getting I mean I understand you got to back your boy up yeah but come on um so the it's just sad. I mean obviously we don't know <laughs> what happened we weren't there I mean I w- certainly wasn't there um so <laughs> I don't know what happened and we don't know if there's I mean I just it's just can we just all agree that that like we should everybody should be nice to everybody and like <laughs> sexual assault is bad yes even if yeah. the things that you're doing you know, if you don't think it is it could very well be so like maybe just be not a jerk and <laughs> maybe just i don't be know not a like jerk. This, like i don't know man like this just seems this whole thing like the last couple of weeks been like as all of this stuff has been coming to light i'm not trying to make this about me trust me i'm sure it's been harder <laughs> for everybody else I'm a I'm a dude checking my privilege at the door, but man, has it been depressing? Yeah. Because um, everything's coming to light, and it's like, wow, this is all happening, yeah. and it's really making everybody self reflect, or at least everyone should be self reflecting, right? Hopefully. Um, and so, yeah, everyone should be self reflecting on their own behaviors, uh, what they know is right or wrong, and. Maybe don't second guess literally everything. Nobody should be like making themselves miserable, but like everybody should be self-reflecting. And this guy doesn't appear to be self-reflecting very much. Um, And I hope, I hope everything works out. Um, But I was kind of excited when NeoGAF was gone for a weekend. There's a replacement site because a bunch of moderators left and formed a new one. Oh, okay. So, but it it appears to be um, like what could be a, uh, yeah, it's called Reset Era. So okay. if you want to go join a forum that is not GAF, go to resetera.something. And it looks like it's a bunch of the moderators that are not willing to put up with that junk mm. uh, are over at Reset Era. It even has a new logo and everything. Mm. 
Yeah. So there's that. I mean, that. at the end of, end of the day, like, that's it's owned by a person. They can do whatever the heck they want with it, you know. So, you know, you can get mad about, like, a community not letting you do what you want. But if said community is owned by someone, then yeah, you kind of have to follow their rules. Whether that yeah. person uh, uh, is guilty of sexual assault or not. Um, okay, last bit of news here. Uh, so original Xbox backwards compatibility is coming. How cool is that? Probably be here it's, it's, by the time it's out today. Yes. It's today. So it's out now if you uh, haven't been paying attention. So and the the games that are out or will be out out probably now. Um, Black Blood Rain Two, Crimson Skies, High Road to Revenge, Dead to Rights, Ninja Gaiden, Black Fusion Frenzy, Grabbed by the Ghoulies. The King of Firefighters, Near Wave, Prince Persia, The Sands of Time, Psychonauts, Red Faction 2, Sid Meier's Pirates, and Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic. So that's pretty cool. I've never played Knights of the Old Republic. Might want to do that. Guess what that is? That's a single-player story mode thing. And it wasn't made in Japan. I know, it was Developed by your boys at Bioware. Yes, before they were owned by EA. I know, right? So, like, this is just mind-blown. And Sid Meier's Pirates by the people that made your Civilization game that you love. This is just, like, this should be, like, the good news of the week for you. Um, Another interesting piece of news is that some of these games are actually getting updates so that they will look better on the Xbox One X. So... Mm. Down the you know next year or whatever when we all get Xbox One X's because you know everybody in the universe is upgrading the Xbox One X right I know I'm not um, but the <laughs> the um, you know the, but it's neat that they're actually even going to be making upgrades to the uh, for the X yeah. like upgrades to the graphics on Xbox One X for these original Xbox games yeah you know which is kind of scary it might be like watching Star Trek: The Next Generation in HD. Which is like a little terrifying because you see like literally every little bump in the wall and all that stuff. But it's exactly how bad it was and how cheaply it was made. It's kind of depressing. <laughs> yeah, but these are cool games, right? Like I think just about yeah. everyone should find something that they like. I mean, Psychonauts, Kotor. I have played like part of Kotor, but I've never beaten it. But it's not, mm. but I, I, now I've I might have the motivation to do some of that. Mm. Ninja Gaiden Black. Um, it's King of Fighters, by the way, not King of Firefighters. That'd be a very different game. King of Fighters <laughs> is just—it's a Street Fighter clone that's changed uh. a little bit. I don't know what Black is. I keep hearing stuff about sound design. Did you know what Black is, Nicole? Black. Yeah, I have literally no idea. the game Black. No. No. Yeah, I have no idea, and I'm—I'm I'm terrified of googling it, so I'm just gonna let it lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I've heard of all of the other ones. Oh wait, except for there's Black. a link to the store. Let's see, I can get there. Okay. <laughs> How exciting. Um, it's not there. Mm, never mind. It's hard to find. Okay. It's exciting. I think this is cool. Um, yeah. Where's Jade Empire? Uh, probably coming. Yeah, I would assume. But, guys, come on. Let's get to it. <laughs> Jade Empire was real good. Did you ever play Jade Empire? No. I actually, we never owned an original Xbox. Okay, that's reasonable. Is, yeah, very um, ironic now. Um, <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a like, little bit, a little bit. Like purposefully didn't own an original Xbox because uh, my husband had an issue. So, so like I said, very ironic now. Um, <laughs> anyhow, so yeah, so I haven't played, you know, most of these games. Um, unless they came out, like uh, 
I, I didn't play it on uh, PC, but Knights of the Republic was out on PC. Um, oh, it's out on everything now, yeah. Too. Yeah, so, um, so yeah. So, you know, we'll see. Again, I don't have time to play a bunch of stuff as it is, so I'm not sure how much I'll actually be doing sure. that. All right, that's the news that I had. Steven, did you have uh, anything else? Yeah, dude, let's talk about some, let's talk about some craziness. Okay. Um, who wants to talk about NPD numbers? I love talking about NPD numbers. <laughs> um, so, uh, hold on. So, um, how about Destiny 2 is the best-selling game of 2017 right now? Hmm. Like, that's insane. Yeah. Um, so that was just announced. Um, so let's see. Also, because we just got the October. Oh, no, no. We're in October. So we just got September. So, um, here's the NPD number. Here's the NPD numbers. This is crazy. Um, first off, for September, two thirds of hardware sales were Nintendo products. Mm-hmm. Two thirds between the SNES Classic, the Switch, and the 3DS family of systems. So that's crazy that two-thirds did it. So um, some notable games, uh, Destiny 2, all the sports games. Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle was number five. Wow. And keep in mind, that doesn't include digital, and it doesn't include the fact that Mario plus Rabbids came out at the tail end of August. So, like, everybody that bought it on day one, like me, I'm not encountered in that number, so it probably did even better. Um, which is insane. Um, and uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is still in the top 10. Yeah. And Minecraft is still in the top 20. Like, what yeah. is wrong with this earth? That my- <laughs> Who doesn't own Minecraft already? Who doesn't own it? I don't own it. How, you don't oh, own you Minecraft? No. Okay, well, give it time. You'll buy it. You'll be one of those sales. <laughs> Eventually, um, I assume. Yeah, that I, yeah. your daughter will, will make you buy yeah. it. How about the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy is still in the top 20? Go Vicarious Visions. Those guys are on fire. They just re- wow. the, the Destiny 2 PC port comes out today, and Crash Bandicoot came out a few, uh, like, this summer, and it's been selling like crazy. This year is just bizarre. Yeah. The other thing, too, is um, uh, I don't... I don't trust MPD numbers so much. I mean, obviously they're accurate for what they're doing, but so many games are bought digitally now that I just don't think that they're, you know, they're, they they're a real be, reflection of stuff. I mean, they're they sort of maybe irrelevant. a little bit, but yeah. They, they, so we know that if a game, it, so that's a good point, but let's think about Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. That's number five. You're right. Absolutely, that digital sales don't account for it. But we can say, at the very least, if it's in the top 20, we can assume that it's selling pretty okay. Yeah. And considering it's a Rabbids game, like, this is probably the first time a game with Rabbids in it has cracked the top 20. Because Rabbids are normally hot garbage. Right, yeah. They're still kind of hot garbage, but you don't have to use them. I just think this is interesting. I just thought that was exciting, and I wanted to brag about Nintendo. Yeah, no, that's cool. So my thing is not those games. I think my my point that I'm trying to make is that there are games selling better than a lot of those on that list that just aren't on that list because they're sold digitally and not like boxed. Like what? Like what? <laughs> I 
can't think of anything off the top of my head. But lots of hardcore-ish games, more people buy them digitally than going to a store and buying them physically. That's true. That's, like, mean, for example, Overwatch. Yeah. Is, doesn't include, is number 14 on the list. And it probably should be number one. Yeah. By nature, the fact that most sales, I mean, that doesn't include the PC sales on Blizzard.net. Mm-hmm. So... No, you're right. Yeah. I, I I am excited, but I'm not like you know. I wouldn't write a check based on any of these things, but <laughs> um, but it's still pretty exciting. I think yeah. it's cool. Anyway, that's the, the, the. Other than that, no, we we talked about loot boxes. That was the only other news <laughs> that was worth talking about. Okay, all right. Um, well, let's move into what we're playing then. Uh, I'll get started again. Same old boring stuff. Uh, <laughs> Hearthstone, Cooking Dash Three. I played a little bit more Planet Coaster. Um, Sort of using a lot of the um, the pre-made things rather than trying to build all those roller coasters on my own. Uh, Isaac recently went went on um, and downloaded like everything that anyone had ever created um, for that game on Steam. So it's actually really hard to fish through all of these pre-made things because he downloaded so much stuff. Um, but uh, but jerk. I haven't used. Yeah, I know. It's just you know. I mean. The, there's no telling, like, what is cool and what is not. So I found something. Like, I'm doing this amusement park. It's going to have different sections that are themed, uh, which uh, Planet Coaster already had. Like, they had a Wild West theme. They had a sci-fi theme. They said fantasy theme. Um, so I was going to do a, a park like that. And so there were some cool things um, from the from the community for that were, like, Western-styled. So I tried to do one of them, and it was just – you just couldn't place it. Like, it was just, you know – at, a, at the wrong angle um, from anywhere sure. you could build a path. It, it just didn't work, and so that's frustrating for me for that. But I haven't played a lot of that either because, you know, uh, getting ready for Halloween and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so, so that's me. Uh, Regina, what have you been playing? Uh, I am still playing Hearthstone pretty regularly. Um, finally kind of getting to the point where I have enough cards in each deck to build a decent deck. Like I had a priest, Uh I had a priest, um, quest last night and I went in and just played the deck I had already built and Uh I played like two games and I was just slaughtered and I don't even mean like little slaughtered. I mean, destroyed. And I was like, Oh, okay, this is bad. And so I went back in and, uh, went to like the, automatic help you deck builder and realized uh-huh. that I was finally to the point where I was only missing two cards for like one of the decks in there. And I was like, yeah. Oh, let's try this. And then I started winning and I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I usually do. I use the deck recipes for pretty much anything, but you brought up priests. I forgot to tell, uh, to say this, I have the most frustrating game. I may have said lots and lots of bad words. So I was playing mage. I don't believe with that. My, with my frost, <laughs> with my frost lich Jaina. Yeah playing against a priest. The priest got my Frostlitz Jaina from a thought steal. Yep. And I was like, what the? Yeah. <laughs> I had that happen. It was too. extremely frustrating. I did the Actually, same frus- thing with the frustrating priest. Frustrating isn't the word. Yeah. <laughs> I did the same thing with the priest and... Oh, was it the hunter? Which one's the one that l- allows you to, like, custom make a uh, zombie 
Yeah, that's the hunter. The hunter. Yeah. So I got the hunter one from him, and I didn't. Um, I didn't even pick up that it was the alternate character until I played it, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, awesome!" I mean, I was already. Um, it was one of the games where I just got slaughtered, and I was already down to like five health when I got it. So it really didn't matter. But I was really pleased yeah. that I got to actually see what the dynamic of like building the zombie was like because yeah. I don't have that card. So that was kind of funny. Yeah, the hunter one I actually think is not as as good as the other ones mm. because yes you can build these beasts but they still cost yeah. like a decent amount of yeah. mana like so if you don't have a lot seven, of them i think and yeah, i don't think i so... couldn't tell because i only did it once and i couldn't tell if you could see exactly i think you have to keep track like if the first card you pick is three or whatever you have to keep track mm. that the next thing you're putting on is going to be and there's no way for you to like hover over it and see, okay, I'm making a seven here. Am I going to be able yeah. to play this next hand? That kind of deal thing. Yeah, because so. the priest and the mage are a lot better because you you basically keep your mage power, but it gives you something else if you're able to kill a minion. Mm. And uh, the priest, you know, the <clears throat> the hero power becomes damage, and you refresh it every time you play a card. Yeah. So those are really big, you know, advantages. The yeah. hunter one I just don't feel like is that. Has that much of a. That, that yeah. Much, yeah. Yeah, so um, so that's been fun. Um, I'm still playing Words with Friends, and I've just discovered that there's actually a new... They have a new board. It's called Fast Play. Okay. I don't know if you've either seen this. It's like um, about half the board size, and you have half uh-huh. the letters and half the board size, so the game goes much faster when you play it. And I played a few rounds, and it's much harder to get like a bingo where you can play all of your letters. Um, uh-huh. So I find it very satisfying. I don't know why, because it's shorter, I think, and it's not it doesn't drag out quite as much as some of the longer games do. Um, so I kind of like that that new that new thing. Um, and I started playing a new online game called Micropolis. Um, okay. Which I haven't like decided if I'm 100% sold on actually playing it because I literally think all you do is just click things on it. Um, <laughs> but you're building like a town and it has different eras. So you start in like the medieval era and then you go, you have to build all the buildings in the medieval era and then you get to the Renaissance era and then you get to the modern era. Um, yeah. And you have to get enough resources to kind of build yourself through all these different levels. And I don't know, it's kind of cool. That sounds cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. It's kind of fun. It's really quick. Like you can go in and play like two minutes at a time every couple of hours and you just go in and collect coins and your buildings collect coins and you disperse workers and couriers that go between the buildings. And so you can kind of buff your buildings to make more money as you're, you know, as it's sitting there and kind of does its thing. So, yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. It's kind of fun for a very light, you know, doesn't have a whole lot of sort of substance to it game. Yeah, But it's sure. pretty and the graphics on it are really cool and all the buildings look like they're breathing a little bit. So they kind of do this like heaving thing and it's just kind of amusing <laughs> to me. So yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention it too, but uh, this question for you: Did you start playing the game? Did you try to play the Game of Thrones? I haven't tried. I didn't know it was down. Yeah, don't. Okay. (laughs) It is exactly. Yeah. I well, I mean, it was exactly what I feared it would be. So I was right. Yeah. I mean, that wasn't that wasn't that much of a stretch, Stephen. Just you know. Hey, listen. I I'm just taking, wanted I'm going to take it that. when I got it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's it's one of those sort of fake RTS things, just like everything else. It just has Game of Thrones paint. Right, yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, so that was disappointing. But anyhow. All right, Stephen, what have you been playing? Uh, so I played a bunch more Hob, which is really good. 
Um, I recommend it. It is, um, I mean, it's out on Xbox One, PC, and on PS4. Um, it is very pretty. The more I play it, it is, it's challenging, but not unfair. Um, you really got to think about some of the environmental puzzles, which I really dig. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I really recommend it. Um, you know, we'll have a review forthcoming. Played a bunch more Destiny. Um, I'm really enjoying that. Um, I'm not gonna, like, raid or anything, but it's definitely, like, a neat, like, oh, I just wanna just mess around listening to a podcast or maybe talk with my wife while I, like, do something. I'll just go do that, run a strike, mm. um, which is cool. Um, and, um, really, I've just been clearing space, getting ready for Mario Odyssey on Friday, because let me tell you, um... It's gonna be the thing. I... It's been a long time, like, it's been a long time since I've been, like, this pumped. I was really excited for Zelda, but I think part of that was that I was really excited for the Switch, too. Like, here I am, like, this game, like, it's coming out at midnight. I'm going to pick it up at midnight. Um, I'm, and I have to work the next day. And you know what? I don't care. I got a LARP that Saturday. Um, the only reason I'm not, that I'm going to that LARP is that I have to. Otherwise, I would play. Um, it, I am very excited for this game. I'm really yeah. excited. Oh, and uh, the embargo lifts on the 26th, so uh-huh. uh, so the reviews will all be out by the time this gets published. Uh, but there's already one that's leaked, and it's a 10. So I mean, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't oh, you think just of totes anybody. rolled your eyes at me. I know. Well, <laughs> I didn't roll my. It's not at you. Oh, you definitely <laughs> rolled your eyes at me. No, I rolled my eyes at the fact that it was a 10. Um, which maybe it is. Maybe it's that good. But you know. Mario and Nintendo don't get bad reviews, regardless of what the game is really like. So the fact that somebody gave it a 10 is completely unsurprising to me. Well, wait, though. <laughs> to be fair, it was Edge Magazine. Edge Magazine is usually pretty soft. I mean, um, if I was like, wow, IGN gave it a 10, like, okay, big big surprise. <laughs> right. Right? But yeah. But you're right. right, you're right. I shouldn't be freaking out about a good review score for a Mario game. Yes. <laughs> All right. But um, I've actually played this thing. Yeah. And I thought it was amazing. And so did doc- the uh, good doctor. She played it, too. I did. And she enjoyed herself. So, I did. Yeah. I actually if I had never Switch, put my hands on it. it so. Right? Right? Well, I mean, it didn't hurt that um, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle yeah. was going to be a selling feature for your husband. I, that too. That too. I mean, <laughs> although I did show him some clips the of the gameplay and he's like, what is happening? Uh, you just got to play it. <laughs> and it's I'm XCOM. like, yeah, that's what I said. It's XCOM. Said it's XCOM. You just got to yeah, play it. Don't, I, I don't stress it's, that. It's XCOM and it's, it's Mario. And he's, he's just like, I don't understand what is going on. I'm it's like, fine. We'll just get it. Don't worry. Just trust <laughs> me, sweetheart. She doesn't, yeah. but that's okay. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> just kidding. He does. <laughs> Oh, Stephen, there was something you said that I was going to totally make a comment about. Oh, yeah, you have to go LARPing. Like, what is this, I have to go LARPing? Um, because I'm <laughs> renting out, the. there's a facility that we rent to play with that uh-huh. I, I'm technically the one renting it because I get a discount. And if oh, I don't go, okay. then they have to pay more. So I actually oh, have to go. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm not really upset that I'm going... It should okay. be fun. Some of my best friends are going to be there. 
Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's just it, like it has to. Okay. You know, it just I just had I have to be to the be weekend there. that Odyssey came out. Yeah, I mean, it's been on the schedule since last December. Yeah. We put the schedule out a year in advance, so, like, yeah. I can't change it. So, I will be happy when I am there, but let me tell you, um, <laughs> I am one of the people who pushes the pace to determine how fast we go through. I will not be taking any breaks. <laughs> um, so, uh, the, the people who are staffing this event better be ready for me to just be on full tilt the entire time. Full tilt. <laughs> Just going nuts, whacking people, because I want to just, you know, because I want to get it over with. Not that I don't want to experience it, but because I want to go play Mario. But you don't whack people, right? Um, I do. People. Not very oh, often. Okay. It's yeah, kind of, so. Okay. It, we're, you, you, we have an opportunity here, um, but I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna save it because we're, we're running a little long. But okay. um, I don't. Um, I am capable of whacking people. Okay. It is not the best idea. But I do have okay. a sword. I'm just not good at it. But I can still do oh, it. Okay. Okay. I can still do it, and I have been known to, um, you know, because I, I like yeah. that's my favorite part of the game. I love fighting. So, uh-huh. but my knees are really bad, so I can't do it <laughs> full time. Uh huh. But I can still use it. So I, I mean, just so I can fight some goblins. You know. Okay. Okay. It's fine. Anybody who wants to talk to me about it, friend me on Facebook. We'll talk about the LARPing. It's fine. Because Nicole hates talking about the LARPing. I don't hate talking about it. I just find it amusing. That's all. You should, I mean, there is a chapter of Alliance LARP in Seattle. You've said so. I know. And if I, so how about this? If I come visit you, will you come LARPing with me? My friend goes to that LARP. Your friend goes to that LARP, the Seattle Alliance chapter? I believe so. What is their name? Allie on Facebook, at least. Eric Overlin? You know that guy? Yeah. I know that guy. Dude, he was my prom date. Oh, I wish I had a picture. <laughs> wow. Not even kidding. Totally my oh, prom date. Oh, my God. <laughs> nice seeing so your prom crazy. date. So crazy. So crazy. Okay. All right. Wow. Yep. Um, I'm not but friends yes, with him Steven. on Facebook or anything. But no, yeah, you're not. Allie is, though, and I was like, what is yeah. happening? And then I realized that it was the same group. So if I come out there, you'll come LARPing with me? I will. Now I, I have to. Now I have to make <laughs> it No, if there. you do that, though, I'll come, because Eric's been trying to get me to go for years, so. Oh, man, we could totally go. Yeah. I'll bring my character yeah. and everything. So I can, <laughs> so, because I, they've been yelling at me that I need to go there for a long time. I bet you if I go, Allie will come out of retirement. Oh, you know, I bet you probably would. Because Allie is retired. Our friend from, uh, that yeah. went to E3 with us, she is retired. Oh. Um, but she would come out of retirement if it meant playing with me. I believe that. Um. And Regina, because you guys are BFFs now. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I have to play. Is the long and short of it. And yeah. you know what? There's there. Everybody that plays games knows that sometimes there are like gaming commitments that come up, right? Like I yeah. have to do this raid, or I have. You know, it's the same kind of thing. Yeah. It's okay. fun, but it's still an obligation. <laughs> okay. And I'm the healer. They need me. Yeah, I know. That's why I was surprised that you whacked things, because I know you said you were a healer. I whack things occasionally. It's not usually a good idea. If I'm whacking things, things Things went wrong. Things are either either very in hand and I'm messing around, or Mm -hmm. it got real. (laughs) And it's just pure desperation. Um, I've been in both of those situations. Neither of them are great. Because if it's so in hand that I'm just, like, messing around... 
eventually it's going to get out of hand very quickly because I'll be like, eh, oh, everybody's dead. Crap. <laughs> That's what it sounds like, too. I'm like, oh, crap, everybody's dead. <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay. Well, I think that wraps it up for us this week. Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions or any other feedback, you can send an email to gamingwiththemoms at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at gamingwithmoms. As noted at the top of the show, Regina is from the Geek Embassy. We're getting started again soon. Yes. January cannot come January, fast enough. Yes. Um, <laughs> January. What's in January? Uh, we're doing a new series of um, the Geek Embassy Watches Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. where we're going to review uh-huh. um, all the story arcs, essentially up until, and we're gonna we're gonna space yes. that out uh-huh. until about the time the next yeah. season comes out. Yeah. And we're going to... Probably going to go do houses. Yeah, we're going to do houses. houses. And, yeah. and then those who don't fall uh-huh. in houses, we're going to do under themes. Um, yeah. uh, my, my favorite theme is going to be the players. <laughs> or the gamers. I can't remember yeah. what I said. Gamers or players. Yeah, one yeah. or the other. Anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, so we're going to start that in January. We're currently running... Um, uh, the Geek Embassy watches uh, Star Trek Discovery. Um, which I am definitely more of a fan of than the other two people I'm recording with. So if you want to hear <laughs> sort of us kind of arguing a little bit about um, perspectives, <laughs> definitely turn in for that. And we do have a new episode with Nicole up where we did kind of our final reflections um, I called it Reflections and Predictions. So we did reflections on the last season and predictions for the next season. And that, Nicole, yeah. I don't know if you actually looked at the post, but I made sure to write in all caps, where are Nicole's ice spiders? <laughs> Trying to call no, back on where are my dragons, <laughs> but where are Nicole's ice spiders in all caps? <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't look at the post. I mean, I saw yeah. that you shared it. Um, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. yeah. That's that's wonderful. Yeah. Thank you for doing You're welcome. Because I, I had it in all caps in my notes, and I'm like, well, I can't forget this, can I? So, I'm not convinced I'm going to see I'm them not now. either. Which makes me so angry. Yeah. I'm not, I'm <laughs> not either, but... <laughs> <laughs> Steven's like, oh, whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Steven is from Engaged Family Gaming. Uh, you just got your holiday guide up. Yeah, Steven? We did. We did. <laughs> we did. And the EFG show's back. All week. Nice. So, cool. um, because I figured out how to make it work. So, uh, and I'm going through one day at a time talking about all the various parts of my uh, game guide. So, or my gift guide. So, um, yeah. Uh, yesterday cool. I talked about the 3DS systems. So, if you're looking for suggestions, head on over to engagefamilygaming.com. Take a look at this stuff. Um, it took a lot of work. So, um, but, they, but I think they look fancy. <laughs> cool. I think they look pretty fancy. Cool. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up. Thanks so much for listening, and we will be back with you next week. Bye. Bye.